Hi everyone and I hope you're all keeping safe uh, at home and uh, this segment today I'd like to share about what actually happens when fascia is injured okay so one of the important functions of fascia so we said earlier fascia is a connective tissue that enwraps percolates and you know distributes and redistribute tension throughout the entire body so one of the important function of fascia is to absorb and disperse forces that act upon the body so these forces could be either a force of gravity you know it could be even life's daily aches and pains that eventually create emotional stress and as well as a physical strain or physical tension so sometimes the body receives more force than it can withstand so this could be either a physical trauma also could be uh, emotional trauma and these actually are things that end up manifesting as forms of strain in our bodies so the injury can be either by force invading the body so these forces for example can be due to accidents, falls, uh, puncture, lesions in our body and uh, sometimes the, the forces that act upon our body especially over a long period of time. So think about things like uh, poor posture, a series of injuries, so maybe you're playing a certain event or you're playing certain kind of sport and you pick an injury repetitively picking an injury so all this will cumulatively be uh, things that are invading your fascia tissue and eventually these are things that lead to body strains and we end up uh, getting pain and uh, uh, disturbances in uh, our mobility so if you get an injury there is a fast body response whereby your body tends to uh, start healing. So we get the first stage whereby there's a, a inflammatory stage. So, so during the inflammation process from an injury, so we all know that, of course, our body tries to send more white blood cells into the injured area so that to clean up the dead cells. And we also get uh, uh, some cells, which we call fibroblasts. So these are cells that help to reproduce and start a process of forming a scar tissue so that we start slowly healing. So normally the repair process is complete in a few weeks and the inflammation and the pain normally tend to start subsiding. But if this inflammatory process is prolonged for any reason, so it means that we get the more fibrocytes making more and more scar tissue, that becomes an issue. So we see that as the scar matures, it turns from thicky, fuzzy pink, and it starts to become hard, thin white. And particularly in the maybe third to six month following the injury, the scar shrinks and pulls on. That's where now there is a major, major concern. So it pulls on whatever that is nearby the proximity of the of the injured of the injured area. 
so think of if if the area is near um so we, we are talking about the area where there's scar tissue if it's near nerves and blood vessels then that can create a pool which uh, creates uh, nervous symptoms so maybe patients are experiencing uh, numbness uh, they start experiencing tingling sensations pins and needles uh, so if, if if this happens, so we see a lot of nerve uh, interferences and all sorts of symptoms. Could be an area of pain, it could be all sorts of things. Uh, but also if this uh, scar tissue happens on areas where there's a lot of circulation, so then we get uh, that it starts to impede circulation and as well restrict muscular movement. So scar tissue is a good thing in terms initially, but if it continues, then it's not a good thing because then it starts to interfere with the normal tension around that area. So over a long time, uh, the various injuries a person collects may eventually take up much of the slack in the fascia tissue or the fascia wave, and this begins to create symptoms. So we see a lot of loss of flexibility and as well as postural changes. So those are key things that Obviously, you see if there is a restriction in the fascia tissue. So, another way chronic pain, you know, develops is through habitual um, storing of emotional stress within the body. And this is really important. More often, the stress pattern will not be the primary cause of pain, but a stimulator of, of the pain. So habit uh, of storing stress in the neck, for instance, tends to lead to chronic headaches, facial and uh, jaw pains. People who react to stress by getting upset, especially um, tend to develop stomach acid, and which in turn tightens in the breathing muscles, which of course in turn take up a slack in the chest and shoulders, leading to them having rounded shoulders and a bit of uh, anterior head carriage where the head is uh, forward uh, in relation to the shoulder posture. So the tension habit in the lower abdomen as well has been shown to be associated with the chronic diarrhea, constipation, spastic bowel, uh, or painful conditions of the reproductive organs, and all contribute to the tightness of the, of, of the lower back. So here we, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the emotional stress from the injury yeah so a lot of counseling and uh, uh, therapeutic uh, education uh, is very important for these patients so that to help um, the body to get over the, the past uh, traumatic experiences yeah and uh, very interesting that uh, since all these are invisible on x-ray film and other diagnostic tests injured fascia will often be misdiagnosed yeah and frequently missed as a, a possible cause for the so-called incurable or chronic pain so the conditions may persist for years without any explanation or even any cure if it's often and it's often misdiagnosed uh, for arthritis, uh, bursitis, uh, some uh, end up being diagnosed of rheumatism, you know, peripheral nerve damage, poor circulation, old age, even 
some cases if it's really bad they think it's a psychosomatic pain but these are all injuries that are resulting from uh, the changes that do happen when the fascia is injured okay so if you have any of this uh, been diagnosed of arthritis then it means uh, you could benefit a lot from uh, myofascial treatments and you could benefit a lot by seeing a fascia therapist uh, for your problem okay thank you so much hope this uh, is educative enough and be safe stay at home wash your hands uh, uh, with running water and soap for at least 40 seconds and uh, be safe